Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West with the chairman. How you doing, Brett? The chairman, as always. Doing good. I'm doing good, too, Brian. Good, it's a great day. In fact, let's talk about the market. Good. Market's up again today. Hey, let's look at your returns. NASDAQ. Well, let's actually even start down. Let's talk one to three-year treasuries, Brian, because that gets me fired up. 1.3% on the year. Up. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Up. 20-year up 6.97, which we left the short end of the curve, went the long end of the curve with clients, which um, I'll give you and Spencer high fives on that. Good call because it's working. Uh, aggregate bond index, corporate bonds up 3.14. Okay. Mm. S&P's up 7.4. And yeah. are you ready for this one? Yeah. NASDAQ, almost at 20% on the year, 19.2%. Yeah. Those are great returns. Pretty much almost the opposite of what happened last year, somewhat. Yes. Yeah. The NASDAQ led the market down last year, is leading the market higher this year. Except for bonds. I mean, bonds are up this year, but they also led the market down. 20-year treasuries. They're not so. leading the market up this year, but uh, they, they're up. 20-year treasury was down more than the S&P last year. Yeah. And it's up less than the S&P this year. That's an awesome, yeah. awesome investment. Yeah. Um, okay, but here's the question I have for you. Because we've been meeting with clients. We love our clients. We're doing annual reviews as we always do. And if we haven't talked to you this year, trust me, we will. And most of our clients come in to these annual reviews. And it's a little gloomy. Meaning... There's so much pessimism that is out in the world today. Here's a few examples, okay? Headlines. Remember Jay Leno and the headline days? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those were the best. These could, some of these could qualify. One of Wall Street's, it doesn't even say Wall, one of Wall Street's. This is Wall Street's top strategist. Says a 20% tech stock rally, which is the NASDAQ up 20%. It's gone too far. And the sector will return to new lows, so down more than it was last year. Okay. Um, out of 400 investment professionals surveyed, 16 only 16 percent thought that a new bull market had begun. Mm. That which means 84 per 84 percent are still bearish. Okay. There's more. So what they're saying is the market hasn't bottomed out yet. No. It's, it's it's like this, dude. We're going to new lows. New lows. Okay. Yep. New lows ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, the so you can go long and short the S and P five hundred via futures, uh, the futures market. Yeah. There's more short futures on the S and P. So more people short the S and P, which means more people think it's going to go down than at any other time, even more than COVID. Hmm. People are bearish more now. I'm talking this week than they were during COVID. You know, COVID was something that just hit us so fast and unexpected. And it seems like what we're going through right now is a slow moving train. Just, you know, it's there's a, a big uh, hazard ahead and, and we're slowly moving up on this hazard and it's just slowly coming. Everybody can see it. Yep. They think they can see it. They think they can see. Is there even a hazard? Is it a mirage? Let's talk about that after I finish these great headlines. I just printed 
So this is just marketwatch.com because it's the greatest, I'm going to use that P word that nobody likes, financial porn site there is, is <laughs> marketwatch.com. Um, inflation is easing, but guess what's on the horizon? A recession. recession. Yep. Yeah. And did you know that banks are going to fail left and right here coming up? There's a big picture of a bear. And this would scare the something out of everybody. Um, and here's a new one. The $1.5 trillion commercial real estate market, uh, at least this portion of it, um, it's going to completely be destroyed because mm. people have to refi here in the next few years. And often office vacancies are highest on record. Yeah. And so there's a bubble. And last but not least... There's more money right now in money market funds, which is essentially cash, than ever before in history. And Bank of America says it's the next bubble. That's a head scratcher. Which I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to how is holding a lot of cash a bubble? Yeah. Well. I don't know. That's a, it's pessimism, a, yeah, my friend. Yeah, so definitely. much pessimism. So my question to you, with all of this Let me, going on. Yeah, go ahead. How can the market be up 7.5% S&P and NASDAQ up 20%? Because yeah. our clients, they're seeing their returns, which is between the S&P and the NASDAQ, most of them. And they're like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. How can that even happen? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been a pretty, you know, good year so far. I mean, um, our investment accounts are doing well this year. Um, how can that happen? It's because businesses don't stop and say, oh, man, a recession's coming. Let's, let's, we better, you know, not go to work today. No, they keep, they keep, people keep going to work. They keep generating revenues and profits. And here's the other thing. Businesses are tightening their belt. They're not spending like they were. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that means that profit, if they're reducing their expenses and revenues aren't dropping too quickly, which they're not, we've, the, the news continues to be relatively strong economy. Or, you know, we're still seeing a good economy. I don't know if I want to say strong, but the economy is still rel yeah. relatively healthy. Still chugging along. Still chugging along. And expenses are going down so what does that mean it means profits are going to be going up likely it could be okay so so why if everyone is predicting a recession and everybody is they think we're going into recession yeah how can the market be up Here, here's the thing <laughs> we we very very well might go into recession we I, could be in one right now we could be in one right now for sure and we won't know the funny thing about recessions is they'll they'll the official people that announce whether or not we're in a recession right now or when it happens will tell us well after the recession has started. They'll say, Oh yeah, we officially entered the recession six months ago or three months ago. Yep. And likely the recession will be over by the time they announce it. Yep. <laughs> so that's And that's, the market could be up another fifteen percent. Yeah. And the stock market is always looking forward. Investors are always looking forward. And so if everybody believes that we're going to have a recession, the recession is is all likely priced in already. Now, some of some of that. Explain now what that means because last year the Nasdaq was down thirty three percent, and some of those companies were still producing really good profits. 
was the recession priced into that market action last year? That's that was part of what was priced in last year was when we were down 33% or a lot of stocks were down even more than that. Yeah. They're pricing in a recession. The, the other side of that story is interest rates were up a lot last year. I mean, crazy amounts of uh, last year. And that also reduced uh, valuations in stocks yeah. and businesses. And, and, and now so, interest rates are starting to come now down. Now interest rates are come down. So valuations or at least cash flow yeah. is more valuable today than it was the start of the year because interest rates are lower than what they were. So that's one positive sign. And corporations are, we're seeing corporations reduce their expenses. And so that means profits are gonna be higher. So those those cash flows might be worth more, you know, in the next six months, the next year or so. What was the news like in March, April, May of 2009 when the new bull market after the great financial crisis when that occurred because that's when the new bull market occurred yeah but what no, was the what were the headlines but nobody was talking about the new bull market in march of 09 there nobody was talking about it in fact in april yeah. and june of that year nobody believed that even though the market was rebounding and it was up pretty strong that after the lows of March in 09 and the market was up significantly that later that spring, nobody believed that this was the beginning of uh, a bull market. Including me because <laughs> nope. I was short yeah. and I wanted to go no, down. Nobody believed yeah. it. So yeah. um, these things are hard and that's why trading in and out of markets is so hard and so difficult to really make money long-term. That's why you buy great businesses you stick with them. And if you, I mean, we're broken record, but that's you, absolutely the truth. Would you say this? 16% of investment professionals, that's people in large part in our world, you know, advisors managing money, think we're in a bull market. Would you think that's hardly anybody? I mean, would you say that compares oh, to what you saw in 2009? Pro probably. I mean, I yeah. think it might have. It could have been a little lower in 09. I yeah. don't know. I don't know the, the numbers on the exact it. Exact numbers. It, was, but it sure feels like that. Yeah, it was pretty doom and gloom at the time. And uh, people were just kind of worn out with the market being down. And uh, much like we were at the end of last year, you know, it was a, it's been a rough year. Rough last year was a really, you know, pretty tough year. People get worn out and they say, I just don't want to look at it. I don't. <laughs> and and they listen it, to the news and, and the it, news is just terrible all the time. And it's, it kind of explains what we're experiencing now. When we talk to clients, they say, Oh, yeah. Give me the bad news. Give me, well, guess what? We're up. We're up this year. I mean, yeah. we're having a pretty good start yep. to the year. So, okay. So, two last questions for you. Um, the One of them is we were texting. You and I and Spencer were texting about money market funds being the next bubble. And so many people in cash right now or in a money market. Mm -hmm. Spencer sent a text and said, how do we short the money market? Okay. Because if that's the next bubble that's going to pop, then how do you make money on that bubble popping? Which really is, I mean, what's the money market bubble popping? Yeah. How would you make money on that? Tell me what, how, what you would do. Well, 
I, I 100% agree with, with what you said in your text. You said, buy stocks. <laughs> Why? How does that? And I, how? And Why? I said, yes, that's, that's, that's the answer. That's the answer. You buy stocks. Be, buy stocks. When there's so much it. pessimism in the market, in financial markets with investors, it's a, it, usually the right thing to do is do the opposite. Do the opposite. And think, think about this from a psychological standpoint from uh, when you see when people are really pessimistic, they've probably they're probably already out of the market. They've sold their stocks. They're already out. So most sellers that are pessimistic, most people that are pessimistic are, are are already sitting on the sidelines. So what happens is the rest the rest of the people are long term investors, business owners, contrarians. They're not. They're probably not going to sell. Yeah. The, and so the sellers are already out of the market. So then what? Well, the market starts inching up like it has this so far this year. And then slowly these people realize, wait a minute, I'm missing out on this new bull market. I better jump in. And that's when you see, you know, markets really rebound. Now, we're not saying that this is it. We don't know. But that's historically, that's what has happened. And we have all kinds of charts and graphs that show that when there's a lot of pessimism, that's a bullish indicator for, yeah. for stocks. Sir John Templeton said, bull markets are born on pessimism. We got $5.1 trillion, $5.11 trillion in money market funds. Mm -hmm. Highest it's ever been. What happens when that $5.1 trillion starts to get back into stocks? Well, I'll tell you, it's an average bull market that's five years long and 300%. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Why? So that's the first question, right? Okay, buy stocks. Great. Love it. Why should our clients, anyone listening to this podcast, why should they be optimistic in 2023, 2024 about the businesses that they own? Because we own great businesses that continue to grow, continue to gr increase their intrinsic value, and they're going to be worth more, you know, next year, the year after. And uh, so, I mean, the the big the big if is if inflation turns around and starts going back up. You know, I think all bets are off. I think that's going to be a difficult time for stocks to do well. But right now, the trend is saying that. This economy slowing down, prices are easing. We yeah. we had we had good numbers today. We had good numbers yesterday. You know, I'm cautiously optimistic that inflation is coming down. Um, I don't think it's going to get back down to two percent by the end of the year. It could. I mean, would I would I make a big bet that it wouldn't? No. But would I make a big bet that it will? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I no. don't play that game. I'm in it. I'm. A business owner, I own these. I'm, I plan to own these businesses for the next ten years. I, it, it doesn't really matter what's going to happen in the next six months with, the, you know, interest rates. And and as Warren Buffett said in his recent annual letter, it's the tailwind of America. Yeah, right, that's going to that's going to help with these businesses. Anytime you so, bet against America, you've you've been wrong. Yep. You know, you really have long term. You, it's it's been a losing bet to bet against America. In our progress, and we will continue to progress and grow, and we'll be a better place than we were, you know, 
last year, ten, you know, ten years into the future. So here's the last headline I'm going to share. Okay. It's from a publication that is written for advisors like us. And the headline tells us, Brian, based on what the market's doing, how should we invest? It says, how to invest in April <laughs> in this given month. Mm-hmm. I, I laugh at that. We both laughed Why? at it. When we read that, we laughed. It's is it's your, ridiculous. Is your time horizon April? Is it April? <laughs> but that's every one of these headlines. Yeah. It's a time frame of one month. We don't care about one month. Well, and that's if you turn on CNBC, even that's Fox all News, it is. that's all they're talking about is what is the market going to do over the next week, tomorrow, the next month? We don't care. And the, and the reason that gives us a big advantage is because they say, well, we're going to sell if we think stocks are going to go down in April. Well, guess what? We're going to buy in April because we know that yeah. a year from now, it's very probable, the statistics will say a year from now, what, 75% of the time stocks will be higher a year later? And over a three-year period, it's like 80% of the yeah. time. And a five-year period, it's like 90% of the yeah. time stocks are higher. We know the probabilities are in our favor as to be a long-term investor and quit worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or next month. That's the biggest point of this podcast. Quit worrying about all the headlines that you're seeing and what's going to happen in the next month. As people probably know, I'm a very optimistic person. And <laughs> I'm not going to tell you my... That's an understatement. <laughs> my, my target for the S&P. I'll let you know when we're there. We're not there yet. It's going to happen. We're not there yet. It's going to happen. Yeah. But there are plenty of reasons to be optimistic in this market. So put away the how to invest in April headlines and the, the bear headlines and we're heading to new lows. I don't know, but there's plenty to be optimistic about. Well, and there's always plenty to be optimistic about when we're, when we're looking at long term. You know, I, Absolutely. I, I, 100%. I, I still kind of say it, you know, I don't know what 2023 is going to bring. I don't. You know, I'm I'm sort of I'm optimistic that it, it, this 2023 will be a you know a good year, but uh, despite all the negative yeah. news out there, it's crazy. Um, and I like you, I'm all, always pretty optimistic about the future. I'm probably less optimistic. I'm sort of I'm usually agnostic about the short term, more optimistic about the long term, and that's how I am today. But I don't really I'm not too worried about. I mean, I'm, I worry about inflation and all that kind of stuff, but sure, we're going to get through it. We're yep. going to get through this. And... Giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> With that, my friends, keep a smile on your face. It's going to be a great year. Yeah. Until next week. Bye-bye. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at igga.com or by...